0: The girl crush podcast some theme music will be your sandra bullock source i love the range of movies that she's in her eyebrows they're amazing she's very striking features Fast male co-star quirky little personality she's got real tears at multiple parts in this movie oh yeah key sandra bullock physical comedy. powerful woman i mean she's the boss the whole movie i'm just all in rom-com brilliant smart five out of five Hello, and welcome to the Girl Crush Podcast. I'm Anne. And I'm Allie. We love Sandra Bullock, so this season we're watching all of her movies and ranking them. If you want to give us your own thoughts, be sure to connect with us on Instagram at girlcrush underscore pod. And as always, be sure to rate and review. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Hangmen,
1: which was released in 1987, so this is the first movie that Sandra Bullock was ever in. She plays a character named Lisa Edwards, and you can actually watch this for free on YouTube. For good reason. <laughs> As a brief plot summary, young Sandra plays Lisa, the girlfriend of Danny, whose dad is caught up in some serious CIA stuff. Danny and Lisa become targets of the CIA, and it's a race to save the youths and protect the truth. So, if you haven't seen this one yet, you could pause and go watch on YouTube.
0: But, spoiler alert, this movie is so, so, so bad. It is the worst movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Literally ever. So, we don't think you should go watch it. Just listen to our review and stuff. Yes. You're not going to get anything out of this movie if you watch it because <laughs> we were actively on Wikipedia looking up what the plot was while watching it because we could not figure it out. Exactly. It is that bad. It is so, so bad. So for the plot of Hangmen, we gave this a 1 out of 10, which is the <laughs> lowest we've ever rated anything ever. And honestly, we maybe should have given it Like, 0.5. Right. Like, it barely deserves one. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not read more than, like, three bullets of these (laughs) notes. And I already know that this summary makes no sense because we did not know what was going on the whole movie. So we just typed out what was happening scene to scene as it happened. Yes. Our interpretation of it, at least.
1: Yes. With some of our
0: reactions. We don't know who all the characters are. I don't really know the central conflict in this movie. No, very unclear. (laughs) So literally just our live
1: streamed thoughts. And we watched this in February of 2020. We watched this so long ago. Haven't
0: touched it since.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's see how good our recall is. (laughs) Here we go. You ready? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. (laughs) So the movie opens. There's some sort of action sequence and there's discussion of bringing back a secret agent. Right away. Audio is so terrible. We don't really know what's happening. We're just trying to settle in at this point. And so they kind of just thrust you into this with zero explanation. None. However, don't worry. We're watching the right movie because a young Sandra Bullock comes on screen. A couple minutes in, there's no scary music. She is a college student dating someone named Danny. And Danny, here in 1987, uh, yeah loves computers. <laughs> so he'd be in heaven in this day and age. And I think his dad does something with computers because they're having a conversation about Danny's future. And he's like, I don't want to do what you do, Dad. I don't like that stuff. <laughs> and Dad's like, we could do something with computers. He's like, yeah, I like computers. And that is the end of the scene. It's like the dumbest dialogue. <laughs> Also, I'm not totally sure what the conversation was about. No. No idea. Choosing a career path, perhaps? Not sure. Unclear. Then we see someone putting a bomb, maybe, on a building, and someone, maybe the same person, is trying to (laughs) rappel down a building. Is it the same building? I don't know. Uh. There's a confrontation with people, and there's, like, a shootout. So there's so many shadowy people. You cannot tell who's who. We think maybe Danny's dad is involved in this scene, but they're all white guys with brown hair, and they look identical, and I'm like, I, have, I don't know what I'm looking at.
1: The number of times we are like, which one is Danny's dad in this movie is a lot.
0: Yeah, especially because the film quality is also pretty terrible, <laughs> so it's just kind of this, like, it's like if I watched a movie without my contacts in, <laughs> in the dark. Like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> Just vaguely outlines of people. Right. He, <laughs> Danny's dad somersaults out of the building. <laughs> and a car explodes about two feet from him, but he's somehow okay. And Danny's dad sends Danny a secret message by hacking into his computer, but Danny's roommate gets it mm-hmm. instead of Danny. So, the dad's enemies send an escort to his dorm room.
1: And side note, we don't know who these enemies are. They have not set us up well to understand who the opposition is. What does Danny's
0: dad even do? (laughs) No clue. No idea. This escort thinks that the roommate is actually Danny. She has a gun. There's spooky music. Danny's roommate gets a message to tell Lisa, Sandra Bullock, to tell Danny. (laughs) And the roommate tries to escape from the bathroom window, and the lady shoots him, so he's dead now. Wah-wah. We also, I don't think, know his name. Nope. R.I.P. Roommate. <laughs> then we see... <laughs> then we see Danny playing basketball in jeans at the gym. Yep. Cost-
1: and <laughs> costume budget was
0: bring your own. <laughs> and
1: that's it for that plot. That's it for that bullet point. Yep. <laughs> Good thing they threw that scene in there.
0: helpful. You know, we needed to know where Danny was while his roommate was getting shot by the escort. (laughs) Uh, He had a (laughs) pre-existing appointment to play jean basketball. Jean basketball. Denim basketball. (laughs) (laughs) So we'd see Danny's dad arriving to some woman's apartment. He has a neck injury. Is it a gunshot wound? Is it shrapnel? Maybe it's from the car explosion. We don't know. Somersaulting gone wrong. (laughs) He tells this woman he has information the government wants, and then he calls someone named Andrews to put protection on his son. We think maybe it's his boss, but no idea. No explanation. Also, I feel like the name Andrews is just, like, so spy movie from... The 80s, yes. The the 20th century. Right, right. (laughs) Danny goes home, and two, quote-unquote, firemen arrive to do a, quote-unquote, inspection on his mom, Mrs. Green's home. So I think his parents are divorced Mm -hmm. because her now husband, also question mark because we don't actually know, runs outside and gets gunned down. (laughs) Like, what is happening? This is the most reckless. So (laughs) reckless. This escalates really quickly. It really does. And then the firemen kill Mrs. Green with a knife.
1: These screams, I remember, were terrifying. And we wrote down. We're like, good acting, Mrs. Green, which is, I think, the only compliment we give this movie. (laughs) Yes. Danny escapes
0: through a window. and like the firemen have brass knuckles yes no one's questioning the firemen using machine gun in the suburbs in the in middle broad of the day like like no reaction this, from the they're neighbors. in a neighborhood this is not the middle of nowhere <laughs> literally nobody does anything they're like oh the crazy greens everyone stay inside <laughs> yeah. also, just firemen coming to do an inspection <laughs> what kind of cover is that i don't know <laughs> so danny escapes and he runs to a junkyard, which is a totally logical place to run after a murder in your home. Sure. And he is looking for someone named Dog Thompson. <laughs>
1: I literally looked at our plot notes. I'm like scrolling down. I'm like, did we mean to write Doug? No, we wrote Dog the whole time. So I guess his
0: name is Dog. Maybe it is Doug. And the audio was so bad, but I kind of... Calling him Dog Thompson just, like, fits better, I think, with the whole vibe. Totally. So he's looking for this guy because of the secret message that Lisa had given to him, I think. Another gunfight ensues in the junkyard because these henchmen or whatever somehow knew they were there. Dog Thompson is, like, prepared for the apocalypse. Yep. He has so many guns. He has war paint on. And he's handing Danny a gun and giving him, like, these military signals. Mm -hmm. I will say, I think... I'm recalling that this scene was the most entertaining for me. Yeah. Because Dog is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, okay, at least it seems like he gave some thought to his character, (laughs) you know? True. So I think they kind of get away. Mm -hmm. And Dog Thompson takes this opportunity to lecture Danny with literally wagging his finger. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like kind of fluctuating between being pissed off at Danny And, like, cracking jokes. He's like, do I look like I have insurance? Which I don't know what that's in con. I don't know the context of that quote. We thought it was mildly funny, so we wrote it down. Right. (laughs) We wrote a note here that Danny
1: is anti-drunk driving. Not sure how that comes up. Mm -mm. But we were like, that might be worth half a point for 1987. So, honestly, that's where that extra half point came in. Yes. A lot.
0: Yes. Yes. Also, I think there's a lot of footage in this movie of, like, the old school Mm. green numbers (sighs) across a black screen computer visuals. Like, I think that happened several times because we also noted that. Mm -hmm. Why that's noted here with this Dog Thompson lecture bullet point, I don't know. Not sure. Not sure. Do they have a computer? I don't know. (laughs) Then we jump to another random scene. These men dressed in all black kick in a door and they machine gun down a man and woman who we have no idea who they are. We get no explanation. (laughs) That's the whole scene. We think maybe it's supposed to be one of Danny's dad's old army pals or some special forces pals. I don't know. Because I think that dog Thompson knows his dad Mm -hmm. through that. So they're like tracking down everyone from their I don't know. I don't know. A group, They're just killing them all. Honestly, this is us speculating <laughs> what we think should logically maybe be happening. Right, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one actually tells you. <laughs> <laughs> There's then this driving scene with Dog and Danny and just painfully bad cinematic quality. I think it's just clearly like people are running behind them with a sheet of trees just like <laughs> pretending to be moving. Yes. dog takes danny to a shooting range to find another one of danny's dad's old friends
1: they like talk about being war buddies here but it's unclear based on their the way they look in the movie their age it doesn't really make sense with like any war that they could have been a part of
0: yeah because they look really young like dog and this guy that they go see so like if they were in the vietnam war together they would have been like 13 yeah you know i don't know if that's possible (laughs) The henchmen arrive at the shooting range where Dog and Danny were trying to get this other, like, war buddy recruit to join. Honestly, no clear indication of who wins this shootout, and it's really amazing that there's now been, like, seven mass shootings that day, (laughs) and no one is doing anything about it, which, I mean, it is America, but seems extreme. (laughs) Danny's dad finds out that his ex-wife has been killed, and... (laughs) He's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, no. No emotion. Yeah. We don't know the circumstances of their divorce, but, like, perhaps a mildly stronger reaction right. would be good. And then he's like, what about Danny?"
1: <laughs> Very casually. Way too casually. Because yeah. it's your son. Yeah. <laughs> Because we both just saw the next bullet point, which is remember the kids, the kids mom's reaction in Mac and Me when he spoiler alert died in the parking lot. <laughs> and honestly, we came to the conclusion that like maybe parents in the '80s were just less attached to their children,
0: at least in the movies. I'm gonna say this later, but I'll also say it now. So Mac and Me was Jennifer Aniston's first movie. Yes, utter delight. Utter delight. Like,
1: way different from Sandra Bullock's first movie. Sorry, Jen wins that one. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and it was so disappointing because I was so excited to watch this movie. Yes. Because I was like, Mac and Me was just a treasure that I was not expecting. Yes. What does Sandra Bullock have in store? And then we watched it, and I was like, no, what a letdown. What a letdown. So disappointing. Okay. (laughs) Her reaction in that movie is so funny. Okay. (laughs) So Danny, dog, and whatever the new guy's name is, have to assume it also starts with a D. <laughs> <laughs> they're driving somewhere and the car apparently breaks down and the new guy reveals to Danny that he and his dad have killed people. It, like, had potential to be a more meaningful scene. I think they're, like, broken down on the side of the road. Danny yeah. is clearly learning all this stuff about his dad for the first time. Right. But it, it was not. It just ends. It falls flat. Yep. However, Danny kind of handles the news that his dad has the secret life like pretty nonchalantly. (laughs) Everything in this movie is too nonchalant for the
1: amount of gunshots there are.
0: They're they're very casually underwhelmed by any (laughs) new information they get. (laughs) We do see Sandra Bullock. She comes back. I will say a compliment to her. She's the only one acting emotionally appropriately in this entire film. She's actively upset because she hasn't heard from Danny. She called his mom. Obviously, nobody answered. (laughs) And so she doesn't know what's happening, and neither do we. Right. We're with you, Sandy. Yeah. Very relatable character uh, for what's going on. So the henchmen decide Danny is just, you know, too evasive. (laughs) And so they instead kidnap Lisa, Sandra Bullock's Mm. character. There is... (laughs) okay the way they get her is we have a slow motion tranquilizer dart (laughs) scene that is what takes her out and then a fake ambulance approaches (laughs) the fake ambulance is a hearse painted red and they're like in a very public park i think for this scene it arrives the men kidnap her there are witnesses (laughs)
1: Again, nobody does anything. Nothing. Bystander effect to
0: the max. No. Dog and the war buddies are in a diner. They're playing with a machine gun casually. The bad guys call Danny at the diner. He does not have a cell phone. They call the diner, ask yes. for Danny. Yes. And they put Lisa on the phone with him so he knows that they have her. hmm Danny goes somewhere based on what they told him on the phone. But it's unclear. Yeah, yeah, he disappeared. Like, I don't know if he splits from Dog and the other guy. Mm -hmm. He goes to find Lisa. Danny's dad at this point is mildly concerned about the fate of his son. So he calls, we think, the CIA. Honestly, not sure how one gets the CIA's (laughs) number. I love when people are like, Report him to the FBI. I'm like, how do you do that? I, have, I would have no idea. I would literally Google it. Yeah. And then hopefully they're watching me and they're like, do you need us? The chat box pops up. <laughs> they're listening through our yeah. Facebook app. They're like, we're here. <laughs> Just get a targeted ad. So he's like, hey, I need help getting my son back. So they direct him to someone else who can help find out where Danny's being held. Because I guess now they also have Danny. Because he went after Lisa. Right. Okay. So somehow he knows exactly where to find him. Danny's dad does. And it is in this abandoned parking garage. And scares this like informant guy in and telling him where to find Danny. I think. This is all very dark. So <laughs> the confrontation is unclear. Very unclear. And the acting is so... <laughs> <laughs> the acting is so bad. Say what you wrote. Back I only watched. I those. wrote. It's like I'm watching improv in the back of a bar on a Tuesday at noon. <laughs> That's how specifically bad it is. <laughs> oh. oh, it's not good. <laughs> then we wrote more killing, getting bored. LOL.
1: <laughs> and there was still 35 minutes left in this movie, and we're like, we don't know why.
0: Like half of the movie. Is taking place in these really dark scenes with this intense music, but you cannot make out what the characters are doing. There's no dialogue during those scenes. Right. It is just shuffling, running, shooting, random actions, grunting, jumping <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> so Danny's dad and the guy whose name we still don't know, who's like the informant guy, mm-hmm. they break into Our some building to look for another building's blueprints. So that they can rescue Danny. (laughs) They're supposed to be quiet and stealthy, but Danny's dad is just yelling. Emotionally yelling. Finally, he cares. Yeah, it's the most we've seen from him, really. (laughs) Then there's some sort of scene. It's like a godfather moment. Danny's dad is buying guns from this, like, crate for $20,000 from an old Italian man named Mo in a suit, (laughs) like, in a warehouse. I don't understand why they felt like they needed to add this. Like clearly everyone has access to guns. We like all we've know gotten they, have, they all have machine guns. Yeah. <laughs> so unnecessary. So Danny and Lisa are tied up kind of back to back in this dark whatever building they're in. <laughs> and Lisa asks Danny questions about what's going on. And every every time every time he answers her, she's like, What do you mean? Blah 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 blah. <laughs>
1: I wish we would have counted how many times she said that because I remember we were like texting back and forth and we're like, she just keeps saying the same thing over and over. Like, I think it had to have been like eight or 10 times where she was like, What do you mean this, that? Yeah. What do you
0: mean? What do you mean your dad's involved in something? Yes. Oh my gosh, every time. I'm having, fl- <laughs> having flashbacks to who shot Pat <laughs> when she's in the diner.
1: Why? Why?
0: Oh, her, her acting career has come so far. So far. Really impressive. So, Danny's dad's team at this point, I don't know. They're trying to break in to get Danny. There's no mention of Lisa. They probably just don't care. No. He barely cares about his son. (laughs) Okay, let's not stretch him emotionally. (laughs) An alarm goes off in this building. (laughs) Some woman yells, we have a security breach! And then, like, the sirens fade, and some man says, slowly... And very casually, this is not a drill. <laughs> Who wrote this? I don't know. And also, I'm like, is that Danny's dad? I no clue. You know, pulling like a mm. Liam Neeson or mm. a, um, He's like narrating for it. What's them. his name from Die Hard? Bruce Willis, yes. you know, just showing up to save the day. This is not a drill. <laughs> <laughs> there was potential there and they really messed up. They did. Danny and Lisa somehow have soot all over their faces after sitting in a basement for approximately two hours. Tied up. Tied up. Not touching their faces. Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Danny boy genius realizes he has, he's had a damn knife in his pocket this whole time. He's like, oh. I have a knife. Do you think we could use this for something? Or
1: do you think... Oh, we have this rope. Do you think maybe we could cut this rope with this knife? Oh,
0: boy. So dumb. These are the people in the 80s who ended up becoming so rich off of computers, which is so unfortunate. (sighs) There's more shooting. There's lots of close-ups this time of guns being fired, so we get, like, a little bit of a different cinematic experience. Sparks are flying. Somehow old computers are being blown up. (laughs) There is triumphant rock music playing. It's really confusing. So much fighting, chasing, running. Somebody falls to the ground. Is it someone semi-important? We don't know. Don't know. No idea what's happening here. And it goes on for several minutes. Danny, just really (laughs) racking up those character points, gets taken hostage again because he's an idiot. And someone yells, drop the gun, drop the gun <laughs> for two minutes straight. We timed it. <laughs> and somehow Danny's dad saves Danny. Honestly, we have no idea how.
1: Also, <laughs> Lisa's just like still in the basement. We're not sure.
0: Yeah. They just like maybe her she,
1: We assume she got away because they got untied. I don't know. She seems smarter than Danny.
0: I yeah. feel like she, she would have gotten out of there. <laughs> She's like, I'm never going back to those guys again. All of the heroes walk out through this smoky alley. They're limping. But the cops don't know they're the heroes, quote unquote. They have guns pointed at them. And Danny's dad doesn't believe that they're actually the cops. He refuses to drop the gun. And after this tense face-off, somebody finally pulls up that Danny recognizes and trusts. I I don't know who it is. And his dad agrees to drop his weapon. And that is the end of the movie. (laughs) The credits. Oh my gosh. <sighs> it's, What's it's the runtime of this? An one hour, hour and 30 minutes.
1: Too long. Too long is, is really the correct answer. <laughs> it is. I, I just think we don't even need to say more about the plot. Like, you could tell how bad it was based on our attempt at
0: retelling it. You were confused five seconds into this movie yes. because the audio was bad. The filming is bad, and I will say, I think we've watched a lot of old movies where the audio and the filming is bad, and we still can figure out what's going on. Yes, we still understand the plot. And this movie, I just had no clue what was happening.
1: No idea. The background, don't know who the good guys versus bad guys were, don't really know Danny's dad's job that got him roped into this. Mm Mm-mm. Literally know nothing.
0: Yeah. Why is he in trouble in the first place? Why did they kill his wife or roommate? We don't know. Yeah. So the plot is
1: horribly explained. And the dialogue is so, so, so bad. I think we explained
0: it way more clearly than the movie explains it. And that's saying something. Yes. (laughs) When we were watching this, Scott walked in and he was like, is this someone's assignment in film school you're watching? (laughs) Because it's so bad. Like, really bad. He was like, what is this?
1: Oh, it's so terrible. Oh.
0: Yeah. Also, that, since this
1: is free on YouTube, someone's comment on YouTube is, thanks for uploading a cool film. And I'm like, did you what? watch it? Did we watch the same movie?
0: I do love these movies, like The Net, you know, where <laughs> they are using peak technology of the times, and it's just supposed to be very fancy. Yeah. And all of those movies do that, like, close-up. Of the screen with the numbers rolling. and Like the little cursor flashing. (laughs) I love it. So funny. And, I mean, we already said this, but it's just really hard to tell who's who in this movie because there's so much, like, shadow acting. Yes. Which makes, I don't know, no sense. And we cut out so much unnecessary filler dialogue that, like, distracts even further from the plot. Yeah. It makes it more confusing. This was really the highlight reel if there were one of this movie. <laughs> yes. So for Sandra Bullock's character,
1: Lisa, we ra- we rated it a 2 out of 10. And mostly that's because we don't really get to know her at all. Hmm. I think the two points are because she cares about her boyfriend, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. But then she doesn't do anything else the whole movie.
0: Right. Like if she had been the one with the knife in her pocket and had realized yes. it not hours into their hostage situation. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So, Lisa, two out of ten,
1: and literally we don't have many notes on her because we know nothing. Nothing.
0: She does get him the secret message. Hmm. She doesn't know what it's about. That's true. But she does. It. That's true.
1: Yeah. That, and she cares about him. Where are the two points came. be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> For Sandra Bullock's acting, we give her a three out of ten. Rough score. She cries in this movie, but it's not real tears. Which, you know forgivable. It's her first movie and she is a good cry actor. We know that. So she got better. Yes, that's true. This isn't her best, obviously. Definitely not. Also, just the fact that she's part of a slow-mo tranquilizer dart scene. I think, you know, we have to give some sort of credit for that. I do love that part.
1: (laughs) My favorite part, honestly. I love it. This is the lowest we've rated her acting in all, all 48 of her movies. It was tied lowest acting score with The Preppy Murder, which we reviewed a few episodes ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's also not a great movie. Yeah.
0: You can definitely see seeds of who she becomes, you know, Mm -hmm. as an actress. Because, I don't know, I I think her inflection and stuff has gotten better over time. But you still kind of see, like, the core of her.
1: Yeah. So for Boss Babe here, we gave poor Lisa a zero out of two. She gets taken hostage. She does nothing about it. And that's just not the Sandra Bullock we know and love when she's put into this situation Mm -hmm. later in her career. So we'd have to give it a
0: zero. Yeah, she's totally helpless, right? In this movie. So (laughs) sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And for Would You Watch Again, we gave this a zero out of five because we don't think anyone on Earth should watch this. (laughs) (laughs) So just don't watch it. (laughs) It's so terrible. So bad. Anything else? No. There's really not a lot no, to say about this nothing movie. Nothing else to say. Yeah, so, yeah, like
1: maybe go watch one minute a cl- um, one minute clip of it because it's free on YouTube, so you can get a sense of what we're saying. But yeah. like, do not spend any more time on. No, it. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't. Waste of time. We'll just post a one minute clip on our Instagram. Yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thirty seconds, something like that.
0: So to review for Hangmen, we gave the plot one out of ten. Sandra Bullock's character Lisa a two out of ten. Sandra Bullock's acting a three out of ten a Boss Babe score of 0 out of 2, and a Would You Watch Again score of 0 out of 5. <laughs> which means this has a score of 6 out of 37 points. 6 total points. That is by far the lowest of any movie we've watched in rank. Yes. By far.
1: By far. I mean, most plots get more than 6 points right? on plot score alone.
0: <laughs> right. So um, that means that Hangman is ranked number 47, which is Dead Last. Um, If you'll remember, she has 48 movies, but we only ranked 47 of them. We'll tell you why at one point. So, yeah, I mean, it really can't get worse than this. That's true. Ever. Ever. It was so disappointing. It really was. I had high hopes. I know. I was like, ooh, a late 80s action thriller. Yeah. Yes.
1: And, you know, it took us so long as we were watching Jennifer Aniston movies, we would choose what we were going to watch by random draw. And it took us so long to watch Mac and Me. Thankfully, when we were doing Sandra Bullock movies, this one came up like first or second, second, second. yeah. And it would honestly would have been a tragedy if we were building this up for like a year, waiting to watch it, and then it was this movie. So good
0: thing we got that out of the way. Yeah. Did you write this or did I? (laughs) I'm sure it was you. I said I'd rather watch kindergartners play Risk. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so bad. The movie was so so bad, so bad. But
1: thank you for joining us on this journey. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for listening to the Girl Crush Podcast. And let us know your thoughts on today's movie. I'm sure you haven't seen it, but let us let us know what you think. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Girl Crush underscore pod or on our website at girlcrushpodcast.com. And you can also email us at podcastgirlcrush at gmail.com. Tune in next time when we'll be talking about Bionic Showdown, The Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic
0: Woman. I can't believe you remembered the name of that movie. I very much. That's it. it. Wow, I'm impressed. All right, we'll go through that one next. Cool. (laughs) Bye. Bye.